it's so good to be with you again here this morning, especially because we're looking at this big subject called suffering. Last week we learned from God's word that it has got quite a bit to say about suffering and sometimes it tells us almost nothing. But what we did learn is that God is always good, always loving and always in control. And that is very good news for us, isn't it, boys and girls? Especially when we have pain. I can't wait to learn from our Australian friends what's this new question. I wonder what the puppets are going to ask today about suffering. And I can't wait to see how Mac will answer it. Well, I think before we do that, I think we need to pray. Because we especially need God to help us when we look at these big questions about suffering. So... Let's close our eyes and let's pray together. Almighty Father, thank you that you are always good, that you're always loving, and that you're always in control. Help us to believe that not just with our, our, with our ears and our mind, Lord, but also in our hearts. Today we're going to look at another very difficult question. Help us to trust you when you give us answers from your word. Hi everyone, I'm Matt, and today we're going to keep thinking about the huge topic of suffering. Now last time we saw that the Bible gives us lots of answers and some not answers. In other words, while the Bible gives us lots of information, it doesn't always answer every question we have. But as we saw last time, there are three things that the Bible clearly teaches us. The Bible clearly teaches us that God is always good, God is always loving, and God is always in <laughs> control. All right, Matt, don't go any further. <laughs> um, everyone, this is my friend Jazz. Oh, oh, yeah, hi. Uh, uh, Jazz, Jazz, what are you doing? Oh, could you help me with this? Oh, okay, okay. Oh, oh, what, 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 what is this? Oh, this is our snazzy suffering question board right. that we, uh, the puppets, have made. Okay, very nice, very nice. But yes. what am I meant to do with it? Oh, oh can you put it over there? Oh, oh, oh okay. Okay, no worries. Oh. Cool. Oh. So the puppets have been working on this so you can answer our questions. Oh, 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 that's what... Okay, this is your questions. Why is there suffering? Yeah, well, we wrote more than just our questions. Okay. We wrote your answer. Uh, oh, yeah. it, the Bible gives us lots of answers no, and, and some, some not, not answers. answers yep. And people have disobeyed God. Yep. And it's not always that simple. No. And then there's a oh, yeah. little bit of summary yep. about how God is always good, good, always loving, and is always in control. Mm-hmm. Jazz, I think that is a pretty good summary. Yeah, but you've got to come up with some snappier answers. <laughs> Well, well, as long as we remember that all of that is true, we can try. Oh, great. Right. Because our second question is, why do bad things happen to good people? Wow, this is a good question. Oh, I know it is. Like, if God's always good, always loving and always in control, why does he let bad things happen to good people? Well, well and the Bible tells us that in all things, yeah. God's working for the good. The good of those of them. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, and that means that even in suffering, God is working for the good of those who love him. Really? Even during suffering? Even through suffering. We're going to watch a story from the Bible now about a man named Joseph. God works all things for good. The story of Joseph. Genesis 37 to 50. Scene 1. The Good Life. 
Joseph and his brothers lived with their father, Jacob. And Joseph was his father's favourite child. Joseph, my dear favourite son, I have a special gift for you. What is it, father? Why, it's this lovely Technicolor coat. I want you to wear it. Oh, gee, thanks, Dad. You're the best. Joseph went to show his 11 brothers his new coat. Hey, guys, check out this awesome coat that Dad gave me. Oh, hey, where are your awesome coats? We didn't get any awesome coats, Joseph. Really? <laughs> Bummer, dudes. Oh, hey, let me tell you about these cool dreams I've been having. If you have to. <laughs> okay, in my first dream, we're all out in the fields collecting wheat, and suddenly my wheat stands up and your wheat bows down to mine. <laughs> Pretty cool, hey? What? No, 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 wait, 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 there is more. In my second dream, the sun, moon, and stars bow down to me too. What, you think we're going to bow down to a little brat like you? Well, think again, pal. Yep, you better watch yourself, bro. Joseph's brothers hated him. But even through suffering, God was working for the good of Joseph, his family, and many others. Scene two, betrayed, beaten, and bought. One day, as Joseph approached his brothers, they plotted some dastardly deeds. Here comes Dream Boy. Oh, oh, hey, let's bash him up. Oh. Yeah, and then throw him in the well. Oh, yeah, yeah, good one. <laughs> oh, shh, shh. Here he comes. Greetings, my loving brothers. What up? Attack! Attack! Joseph was beaten and thrown down a well. Then he was sold as a slave and taken off to Egypt. But through this suffering, God was still working for the good of Joseph, his family, and many others. Scene 3, The Good Slave and the Bad Wife In Egypt, Joseph became a slave to an important Egyptian guy named Potiphar. Joseph worked hard, and God blessed Joseph. Joseph, my good slave, come here. What is it, sir? Joseph, I can see that your God blesses you abundantly. Therefore, I am putting you in charge of absolutely everything in my household. <sighs> Absolutely everything? Well, well, not quite absolutely everything. My wife is off limits, and I will still feed and toilet myself. But apart from that, absolutely everything. Awesome! Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, awesome, sir. It seemed Joseph's days of suffering were finished. But then... He tried to hurt me! What? No, I didn't. Joseph, I told you that my wife was off limits. <laughs> I didn't do anything wrong. I've heard enough. Off to jail with you. And with that, Joseph was thrown in prison. But even through this suffering, God was still working for the good of Joseph, his family, and many others. Scene 4. The cupbearer, the baker, and the dream maker. Or interpreter. In prison, Joseph was joined by Pharaoh's chief cupbearer and chief baker. Man, I'm so depressed. Me too. So depressed. <sighs> Good morning, my fellow cellmates. What up? Well, we both had dreams last night, and no one's here to interpret them. It's so depressing. So depressing. Well, Colt's the one who interprets dreams. Tell them to me. Well, in my dream, there was this grapevine with three branches full of delicious grapes. And so I took the grapes, and I squeezed them into the cup, and then I put the cup in Pharaoh's hand. But there's no one here to interpret such weirdness. With God's help, Joseph interpreted the cupbearer's dream. <sighs> Well, the three branches are three days. In three days' time, Pharaoh will release you from prison and you'll be his cupbearer again. What? Really? Way cool, Joe! <laughs> now, when he does that, remember to tell Pharaoh about me. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> to me! To me! Me! To, my turn, me! Well, okay. Yeah. Well, well, in my dream, I had 
Okay, well, in three days, Pharaoh is going to have you, uh, yeah. you know, uh, you, you know what? Um, yeah. Executed. What? I'm <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, that's just what your dream means. And sure enough, three days later, the cupbearer was freed, but the chief baker was executed. But Joseph was kept in prison. But through this suffering, God was still working for the good of Joseph, his family, and many others. Scene 5. Cows with guts and cows without. Two years later, Pharaoh had some dreams that no one could interpret. Then the cupbearer remembered Joseph, and Pharaoh sent for him at once. I hear that you are some special kind of dream-interpreting kind of guy. Me? No. I can't interpret dreams. Oh? But God can. He will answer you. Very well, then. In my first dream, I was standing by the River Nile, when up out of the river came seven huge cows. They were fat, and they were sleek, and boy, did they look scrum diddly Right. Yes. Well, while these cool cows were munching on the reeds, seven other scrawny and untasty-looking cows came and ate the cool cows up. Just like that. Whoa! Yeah, and then in my second dream, there were seven heads of good grain. And then there were seven other heads of thin and withered grain. They came along and ate up the good grain. Now explain. Joseph explained that the nice cows and the nice grain were seven good years that God was going to bring to Egypt. The ugly cows and the thin grain were seven years of drought and famine that would come after the seven good years. Hmm. Very interesting. What you need, O oh Pharaoh, is to put a wise person in charge of collecting food during the seven good years, so there will be enough in the seven bad years. Good idea. Joseph, I'm putting you in charge of everything. <sighs> awesome. Uh, uh, um, uh, I mean, awesome, sir. Joseph was made ruler over all Egypt. After years of suffering in prison, God had worked for the good of Joseph, his family, and many others. Scene 6. The famine and the family. During the famine, Joseph's brothers came to Egypt to get food. Joseph recognized them, but they didn't recognize him. Eventually, Joseph told them, It is I, your brother Joseph! Joseph? Oh, no way, man! Yeah, we're in a whole heap of trouble now. No, 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 do not be afraid. Do not be angry with yourselves. I do not seek revenge. So you're not angry with us bashing you and selling you? No, it was God's plan that I be here to save you, my family. Joseph's brothers then brought their father, their belongings, and their families to Egypt. Finally, after 20 years of suffering, Joseph was reunited with his father. Joseph! Father! So, my son, how have you been these past 20 years? Father, I never stopped trusting God. I knew that he was always looking after me. When Joseph's brothers heard this, they were amazed. You, you mean this whole time, even with all the suffering, you never stopped trusting God? No. You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good. Now I'm here, in Egypt, and I am able to save many lives. Well, for what it's worth, we're sorry, little bro. Yeah, we're, we're sorry, Joseph. Apology accepted. And so, Joseph's whole family lived in Egypt, where they continued to prosper. Even though Joseph had suffered so much in his life, God was always with him. Through all the suffering, God was always working for the good of Joseph, his family, and many others. The end. That was a cool story. <laughs> it was, and it's a true story from the Bible. You can read it for yourself in Genesis chapters 37 through to 50. Wow. So in all things, including suffering, 
gods working for the good, the good of verse 11. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Then what is that good? <laughs> the good that God promises is to be made like his son, Jesus. And remember, God worked even good out of the suffering of Jesus on the cross. Oh, yeah, because now people can be friends with God. Exactly. So, Jazz, you asked the question, why do bad things happen to good people? Yep. Well, at least part of the answer from the Bible is that in all things including suffering, in all things, God's working for the good of those who love him. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go work something good. Yep, I'm going to work some delicious marshmallows into my mouth. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> Bye. See you, Jazz. Pain and suffering is hard. And, and sometimes it happens to good people. And often we don't know why God allows it to happen. But... But the Bible is clear. God is always good. God is always loving. And God is always in control. And, and the Bible promises that in all things, including in suffering, in all things, God's working for the good of those who love him. And so, just like Joseph, we need to keep trusting God even when we can't understand everything that's happening. And if things are happening in your life that are hard or sad at the moment, then make sure you talk to someone you know. Maybe it can be your mum or your dad or the people who look after you or, or someone at church or, or maybe it's just someone you know who loves you and who loves Jesus. All right, we'll see you next time. Thank you.